Guys, what's up? It is Taylor Welch and Chris Evans, and we're going to get to the show in just a second. But you might not know, for the month of November, we're celebrating our brand new YouTube show by giving away a new iPhone X. Brand new, never before open, 256 gigabyte iPhone X. Now, anybody can win, but there are three special steps required for you to enter into this giveaway. Chris, tell us what to do. Boom! <laughs> yes! All right, here's what you do. Go to www.trafficandfunnels.com slash iPhone X. Step number one, hit the subscribe button. It's all the love there. Then go to the episode and comment how bad A the episode is, how much you love it, and then share it. Listen, the more shares you give, the more entries you get. That's what it's all about. And then your chances of winning the iPhone X are going to be phenomenally great. Let me, just, let me just say one thing in case you were laughing while Chris was walking <laughs> you through the steps. Step one, trafficandfunnels.com slash iPhone X. Step two, subscribe. Step three, comment and share. That was phenomenal, Chris. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Enjoy the episode, guys. You're listening to The Smartest Guys in Marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. How's it going, everybody? Chris Evans here, Taylor Welch. We are back in the saddle, and this is the Smartest Guys in Marketing podcast. So good to be back with you. How's it going, man? It's amazing. Are Slice you rested up? Amazing. I slept for nine hours last night and had dreams of our future, and it was Tell great. Tell me more. Tell me more. It's like saw us. Our basically, wrong, right? we have like a bunch of statues of ourselves <laughs> erected all over the city. I like that. Just kidding. I mean, that's what's on my morning formula, actually. Jokes, dude. But in all honesty, uh, we just launched our YouTube show, and it's mm. it's killing it. We have uh, so we launched that one video last week, and then um, the first episode went live yesterday. We have uh, over seven hundred comments combined. These two videos, which I think is pretty freaking good, considering. Yeah. We've never done YouTube before, and we really don't know what we're doing, but we're kind of building a playbook in the process yeah. that we can teach to uh, to other people. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah, if you guys are interested in checking that out, you can actually enter to win an iPhone Uh-oh. X. Oh, right snap. Now. So this is going to run until the end of November. Go to trafficandfunnels.com slash iPhone X and subscribe to the YouTube channel, comment on the episode, and share the love, and you'll be entered to win the iPhone X. Don't just share it once. Share it as many times as you can. Share you get, it. You get additional yeah. entries every time you share it. That's true. Stack those points. I only speak the truth. So that brings us to the topic of what we we're talking about. And maybe a lot of people are talking, you know, they're wondering like, why are you guys on YouTube? What's the deal? So mm-hmm. what are we talking about on this episode? Talking about platform T- ag- ag- agnosticity, platform <laughs> agnosticity, and uh, owning your entire space. And this really, you know, if you're religious, it doesn't mean that you don't believe in God. <laughs> it means that there's no one platform to rule them all. Mm. 
no one ring, no one platform. So we made a push. Like, I think, can I just go ahead and tell the backstory on this? Yeah. So about eight months ago, it was about eight months ago, we, we decided that our business was too dependent on one platform, one channel, one stream of customer acquisition. And we decided we're going to play the long game and we may sacrifice some revenue. We may sacrifice, you know, a little bit of ROI to actually get onto some other platforms. It's actually why we started the podcast. It's actually why we started the memos. Um, all of those were experiments. And when you study great business leaders, when you study uh, the businesses at the top, um, you know, the guys that Jim Collins talks about progressive insurance and Microsoft and 3M and all yeah. of these companies that have been around forever, you start noticing that they're always testing new things, expecting them to not work, but they've got enough tests in the market that one of them is going to work. And that's kind of reflective of marketing in general. If you think about it, it's all a big giant test. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we've, we've really come a long way in diversifying our reach. We're not just on Facebook now. Uh, we're not acquiring all of our customers or clients from Facebook now. We've got multiple different you know, tentacles in the marketplace that people can get information and value and et cetera, et cetera. So that's kind of the backstory on that. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I thought you guys were just paid traffic. Well, we've, we're at a place now in our business where we've bought ourselves the opportunity to invest in that longevity. And we want things that now we're in asset creation mode or some of you guys, it might not be the right timing to go out and start YouTube and, and, and do a blog and do all this other stuff that's going to be uh, more long-term for you. Um, and there's things that we teach. You guys can go back and listen to, to past episodes um, where we talk about leveraging paid traffic to, to build your business. And you really can get to $100,000 a month fairly quickly with just a couple things, right? Like one so, ad. <laughs> like one ad. Yeah. For real. One, one landing page, one webinar. Yeah. It's amazing. Even, dude, we have people in very, very niche uh, markets that are pretty small uh, doing just about $100,000 without a webinar yet, just using some of our, uh, quote, social organic processes. We have um, one who did like 95 last month, just yeah. organic. And we talk about that in a previous episode with the things you do need, which is like a good offer, a cell phone, and I don't know, something else that was basic. I forgot what it was. You can go paper find that and a pen. Something like that. So let's talk about like why people should be doing this and some of the strategies that, to be honest, like you've kind of taken point on this in our business. Um, like Chris is kind of the, the brainchild behind taking over other channels and kind of how you think about that. I'm going to interview you and pull it out of your brain. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think one thing is if it depends on what you want as well, like, you know, we built a $500,000 a month business on a simple process, but that's not enough for us. Both because we have a major mission to help a lot of people. And two, we want to bring in more revenue. And so our goal being to get to a $10 million company, then $25 million company, then a $100 million company. One thing that is required for us to do that is have a, a substantial platform where we have trust and influence with a lot of people, right? And so that's one reason why we are going to YouTube. Um, obviously, it's a major search engine. 
people don't think about it that way. People are going there to, you know, find out how to fix their problems. And when we've surveyed people who are in our market, we asked, hey, how often are you on YouTube? How often do you watch YouTube videos? It was like a substantial amount of people who are always on YouTube every single day, even hours a day. And so many times I think we're so consumed about the power of Facebook, which obviously it is very powerful, but YouTube is such a powerful platform because one, you know, uh, there's so many people on YouTube, but two, the modality of YouTube, right? There's no other way to connect better with someone than video unless it's in person, right? right? So it's extremely powerful. And that's one of the reasons why we're going there. Two, well, you know, hold in on. addition to that. Before you go, go to number two, number one, I just want to highlight the fact that you said we surveyed our crew. Like sometimes people just think that, you know, we're, uh, we're geniuses and we predict the future, which we are. Well, partially true. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, you, you should be asking yourself, you're asking your market what, what channels they're on, what social media channels they're on, how did they find you, how did they hear about you. You should be knowing all of, all of these things and growing yep. that database. And, um, we're all, we've got that in our funnels. We're always asking, you posted a couple of weeks ago, like whether people were on YouTube or not. So I just want to highlight that because it's kind of basic, but it's also really important. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the other thing is, you know, when you're looking at where you want to go in your business, you have to see what your market uh, wants, but you also have to look at your competition. What is your competition doing currently and what are they not doing, right? Um, and if you're in a smaller market, which I would say we are, we're not in a mass market like health or fitness, um, supplements, stuff like that. So Sex. you have to, <laughs> it's a big market. Same. It's a really big market. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. I mean, you really threw me off there. No. Um, but looking at what people aren't willing to do in regards to your competitors, listen, to do it right. It's, it's a pretty good investment to go on YouTube. Like, not just money, yes, but it's time. And you, how you're going to win on YouTube is being consistent, right? And really investing the time to think about how to bring massive value to your audience. Um, and a lot of people in the marketing space, they do what is absolutely minimal. And for us, we want to be in this game long term. And so right now we are willing to invest that time to really demonstrate Hey, we're not like everybody else. We're not just throwing out some kind of a scammy, you know, get into the bed with us quick thing, <laughs> you know, but we're willing to invest in the relationship and really court people, if you will, um, to demonstrate that and build that bridge of relationship authenticity. Um, so people can really look to our company and our platform, what we're doing for the long term, you know, as thought leaders, innovators. Um, so we have that trust and we can be a source of amazingly free content, but also people who want to go deeper and further, um, in building their business and having the life they want to, to buy in our, our products and services. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I think it's important to say like, you have to have a, you have to identify your mission to know mm -hmm. what, what this is going to require from you. Because, um, you know, just taking a client, for example, you know, we got, uh, Chris, who um, does the uh, clinic stuff, and he's the one who did almost 100 grand last month with his organic stuff. His mission right now doesn't require him to go completely agnostic yep. because he's, he's fun. He is not maxed out. He is 
not at capacity with this current stuff. And he doesn't have a lot to risk, but with us, it's like, you know, we're talking about like, we want to build this to a million dollar uh, a month business within the next 12 months. We want to build the podcast list to a million listeners a month. We want to build, we have all this, these reach goals <clears throat> yeah. that absolutely require us to not be 100% dependent on Facebook. Um, because Facebook can shut you, shut you down. And then if that's your whole business, uh, you're in a, in a bad, bad spot, you know? Yeah. Well, the thing on, on Facebook too, is because it has been so hot and the targeting has been so amazing. Um, there is definitely uh, an increase of, um, the inventory of space in advertising on Facebook is diminishing every single day as more and more people are becoming sophisticated about Facebook ads and how to market on the platform um, as marketers and business people that requires our ability to increase, right? Like we have to really truly understand our market, what they want and how to communicate that to them. So they're actually, we have their attention and they're interested in what we're saying. So that is one of the other reasons why we're going to YouTube as well is because there aren't a lot of people there doing it right. And so for us, right out of the gate, that opens up opportunity. So I think one thing you have to do is you really have to audit what you want, where you are in your business, and write that down. Because listen, you might not need to do anything else. Like just running uh, you know, $500 a day, $1,000 a day on Facebook could be exactly what you need for what you want in your business, right? The other thing, you have to audit you know, where your competition's at. Where are they going? What moves are they making? And how can you stay ahead of them? If they're only on Facebook and that's all they're doing, well, it's going to be easier for you to outmaneuver them, right? Because again, they're not willing to do the things that are necessary for long-term growth. And because, you know, we are a society where we desire everything right now, right? We're a microwave society in the Western world. Um, that can work in your favor, because a lot of people aren't going to be willing to invest three months, six months, a year into building assets like a YouTube channel or podcasts or these other things that can really bring a return back to your business for years to come. Yeah, 100%. I think people, one thing before we move on, is people get into this nasty place, this dirty place in their business where they're just thinking like, what's the minimum required? for me to get to X? What's the minimum that I have to do to get to Y? What's the least amount of work I have to do to get to $100,000 a month? And that is, that is um, you know, that's not centralized on your client or your customer. And I think that the way you have to transition to thinking is, you know, my, my clients, my customers, they are bombarded with advertising and false claims and message after message after message every single day from my competitors. How can I offer more proof, more validated strategies than anybody else? Because mm -hmm. it reminds me of the old Dan Kennedy thing where it's like, there's like a scale in your client's head. And on one side of the scale is every time that they've been lied to, manipulated, mm -hmm. told something mm -hmm. that isn't totally true. And that's a heavy side of the scale. And then on the other side of the scale is the amount of proof available that they have to validate you. Mm. And you should always be thinking, how can I stack up more on the, on my side of the scale so that it can either, you know, eventually counterbalance 
and outweigh the other one. And when you think about your business that way, um, you get into a different state of thinking where it's like, how can I offer more content? How can I offer more value to this person's life so that they are enriched to the point that the scale begins to tip in my favor? You know, does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And then it's an easy decision. Yeah. And one thing I want to add to this too, um, because we have taken the position as thought leaders and innovators, um, that has put us in a place where it is our responsibility to do things that other people are not willing to do. We have to blaze the trail for our clients and put in the time of investing money, but also the time to figure out what is working, what's not working, what is the future, what isn't the future. And that's one of the things that we offer our clients is we have been through this process. We know exactly what it takes to launch a $5 million a year business. We know exactly what it takes to launch a successful podcast. We are going to know exactly what it takes to launch a successful YouTube channel to build a platform so that people know, like, and trust you. Because as you, you said, um, as there are more and more people out there talking, ripping you off as an expert. I mean, blatantly just stealing your stuff and promoting it as their own, um, you're going to need a heavy, heavy bank account of authority and authenticity to buy back what has been stolen from you. Reminds me of that old song. I went to the enemy's camp (laughs) and I took back what he stole from me. Oh man. Uh, So problems when you're raised in church and you just have all those songs. So how do you, how does somebody do this? Um, Realistically, practically, you know, we couldn't have just gone and launched the podcast and YouTube and Facebook and Google and all of these things at the same time. So is there a process that uh, you have in, in that old noggin of yours for how people can do this? Yeah, I think it really comes down to honestly, cash in the bank and momentum. You know, we, we actually were going to launch a podcast a year before we did. We, we started working on it, but it just was not right. We had way too much other stuff going on in the business and our goal was to get just stack a war chest of cash so that we could buy ourselves time to invest in longevity. And again, if your goal is to get to $100,000 a month, um, I would not invest a lot of time into a podcast. I wouldn't invest time into a YouTube channel because you can use the things that we talk about, the strategies that we show our clients to get there without that. You know, like literally all you need is some kind of mechanism to get people on the phone with you to sell them your offer, right? And then once you have that kind of fleshed out and you've got some momentum there and you really have a good understanding of what your market wants and how to lead people to a sale, then you can focus on just stacking cash and protecting yourself and building an armory for your business um, and just getting that that momentum flow. And once you have that, then it makes sense to maybe look at, you know, what you should be doing for the long term. So again, it comes down to where you're at, what you want and taking audits of your market because you might be in a place where your market is not very sophisticated to marketing, right? Like we have clients who they're killing it with our process because nobody in their market is used to how we market, right? And so their ceiling, their cap is very, very high. Um, 
So I think it depends on how competitive your market is, how sophisticated they are, and what you want. Hold on, let me add to that. If your goal is $100,000 a month and you work 40 hours a week, that's a $625 an hour payroll, correct? Here's why you're telling people that they have to focus on what they don't do. Because at that, you know, you're gonna spend eight hours a month probably working on a podcast times $625, that's about $5,000 a month. So you have to be at the place where, you know, mentally you have to think like you're making $100,000 a month before you actually get to $100,000 a month. So if you're not willing to pay $5,000 a month in opportunity costs to do a podcast, then it's not going to help you reach your goals. Yes. So that out there. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I want to, I want to add like a little, uh, a strategy and tactic here that you guys can leverage. If you're like, let's go go fast. Let's go fast. If If you're chomping at the bit, one thing that you can do is you can do a short podcast series. Let's say you've already figured out a webinar, you know, it works out and you've got it launched to market and you're signing clients. Um, what I would do is maybe like a six series podcast, maybe 10, maybe 12 episodes dealing with the objections that your market has and just demonstrating value and authority, you know, on those topics. And then basically putting those to your market via retargeting, via emailing, um, is a great way to still leverage the, the power of a podcast without the commitment of long-term recording and producing and all that kind of stuff. Very Dude, powerful strategy. Amazing idea. Amazing idea. What you're talking about is like the power of sequence. Yeah. Like if you're not at a place where you want to take on a full, full blown podcast, do a series, you know, if you're not at a place where you're wanting to pull off a full blown YouTube show, maybe record, you know, six videos and put them on YouTube, but use them in a funnel, things like that. And, you know, it's, it's common for the entrepreneur to want to do a million things at the same time. But what we found is that the easiest way to do it is master one thing, then maneuver to another, then master that, then maneuver to another master, maneuver, master, maneuver, because it's not possible to do something well while you're doing a million other things. And yep. the reality is until you get to your income goals, let's say your income goal is 50 grand a month and you have no business doing anything else until you get to that 50 grand a month. Yeah. I could do 50 grand a month sleeping half the day, making one post on Facebook. It's true. Because our, because our stuff is locked down. It's in a good place. Yep. So you really have no business doing a, bunch of ancillary activities. Most clients, when they come in, we make them stop their podcast. We make them stop everything that they're doing. And uh, at first they're mad at us, but then they hit their income goals within like a month and a half. And then we give it back to them. They can do it again because they've proved, or they've proven to themselves they can stay in sequence. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? That's proved. great, dude. It's proved it. I proven. proved it. <laughs> I don't proven even know it. what the, my mom is going to be so disappointed. I don't even sorry, know the right grammar. I'm sorry. She's an English teacher and I failed her. I failed her. All right. Me anything too. else to add? No. No? Nothing. That was I mean, really good. That was good. What you said today was good. Thanks, man. I took like extra qualia today. Qualia, if you're not familiar, it's like $800 a month. Nootropic. <laughs> it's expensive. It's ridiculously expensive. But I'm investing in you guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> guys, uh, check out the memos trafficandfunnels.com slash memos. And uh, we actually have a special edition coming up next month. I haven't even told you about this, Chris, but a special holiday edition. How to survive and thrive in the holidays. Mm. Mm. People always feel like 
November, December are the worst months and it's just never been the case for us. There's people no. just tune out. They turn off for Christmas and it's like people buy in December. People buy a lot. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing month. So, uh, if you don't get the memo, you're, you're missing out. You're, I was going to say you're a loser, which you probably are, but I'm going to give you the chance to prove me wrong by giving them. Yes. We love you. All right, guys. All right. See ya. See ya. is the podcastfactory.com.